Welcome to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution, brought to you by APS. This is the podcast where a member from the APS team talks with their fellow podcasts about how they got started, why they continue, and what comes next. Now, if you have a podcast and want to be a guest, you can get all the details in the description down below or go to our website at ambiguouspodcastsolution.com to learn more. Until then, enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. My name is Will Tarashek, founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. And I am very excited today to talk to a student at University of Maryland, and he works on their podcast network there on campus. Very excited to talk to Sam Austry to learn more exactly about what college kids are doing on college campuses with their podcast. So Sam, first off, welcome to the podcast, man. I'm very excited to talk to you and just kind of learn about, you know, what college kids are doing and, you know, about your podcast and network. And it's very exciting for me because it's something I did in college, very passionate about. So please introduce yourself to everybody. And just, how you doing, man? Welcome back. To yeah, the what's going on, Will? I appreciate you having me. It's great to be here. Um, So yeah, like you said, I'm a student at the University of Maryland. I'm rising junior. Classes start next week, actually. And I work, I'm a journalism student. I'm broad, I'm, it's a multimedia track, so I do a lot of writing, I do a lot of broadcasts, so I'm involved with mm -hmm. podcasts, with the student radio station, with other publications, and yeah, so I mean, I'm excited to talk to you. So I, I do want to start with, you know, with these podcasts, like I start with, you know, who my guest is, who this person is, yada, yada, yada. So you're a journalism major, rising junior, University of Maryland. Are you born and raised in the area? Are you in-state, out-of-state? Where are you from? Yeah, no, so I'm out of state, so I'm okay. right outside Philadelphia in a town called uh, Lower Marion, um, and so Maryland's like a two-hour drive. I have my car here, so it's not too bad, um, but yeah, I just from like second I started looking at colleges, I was looking at good journalism places, so I was really between Syracuse and Maryland. I didn't want to go too far. I didn't want to take a flight across the country, and Maryland just, it stuck with me visiting their touring, their journalism school, touring the campus. I had known some people that went here. So from Philadelphia, I decided to make my way down to College Park. So what, what made you want to do journalism? Because for me, I'll never, I'll never forget, like literally the moment I was like, I'm going to do journalism was my freshman year of high school. My brother is three years older than me. So he was looking at schools and he went to Syracuse. Um, you know, I, I knew Syracuse from college basketball. So I was like, my dad was just like, we walking by the Decom building. My dad goes, that building right there, that's where Bob Costas went to school or we used to work or whatever the hell he said to me. And then right there, I was like, oh, Bob Costas. I know Bob Costas. Like, I want to be Bob Costas. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do journalism, um, which was honestly a blessing because like going through high school and knowing what you want to go to college for, it just made it so much easier. So like, when did you know you wanted to do journalism? Yeah, well, that's what everyone tells me. They're like, you were lucky that from a young age, you knew exactly what you wanted to do. And so it was really like, I've always loved writing, like mm -hmm. just from in like a middle school, like teachers would tell me that you're a great writer, like you should go into this. And then I really just took a passion to it. And I'm on a sports journalism track. So, I mean, obviously I have a passion for sports and a passion for writing. And when I combined those two things, it just journalism was the direction I wanted to go in. And then I started venturing off into broadcasting areas such as podcasting like this. And it's just like talking about sports, writing about sports, the relationships that you come from journalism, with athletes, with coaches, with other people in the business and in the industry. Um, it just always drew me in. And as a young student journalist, it's, it's been great so far. 
Yeah. So, so what's, what's the goal? What's when you graduate, what's the next step for Sam? I know you, you still have two years, you know, hopefully you can enjoy the two years in person in classes and, you know, enjoy the college experience and all that. But when you graduate, what's, what's the dream job? What's your end goal? So the dream job is doing a combination of in the sports journalism industry. And mm. I don't even like to call it journalism anymore. The sports journalism industry, I like to call it the sports media industry. Mm -hmm. I think that's more accurate these days. Um, but so the, and the goal is to have a combination of, of being a writer for a publication or news network, such as the pinnacle of it all, ESPN. That's everyone's goal, of course. But there's also other ones that I would love to, like The Ringer. They have an incredible podcast network and their podcasters, a lot of them are writers and their writers, a lot of them are podcasters. So something like that, where just at the pinnacle of, um, I guess, the profession, really, where I'm doing a combination of writing, covering the NBA and basketball in particular, but I love the NFL, I love football, but covering sports, writing, doing broadcasting stuff, and just using, having my versatility that I learned in the last two years, and hopefully in the next two as well, and putting it to use. You an athlete? You play any sports? Or are you just, just a fan and like talk about sports? That's, that's definitely me. I wish I was a baseball player. I wish I was good at baseball. I grew up wanting to be Derek Jeter. But instead, I grew up talking about Derek Jeter. <laughs> yeah, so I, I played a lot of sports as a, um, a kid. And then I really took on basketball that I played in high school. So I played two and a half years on varsity at Lower Marion in high school. And um, I'm not good enough. To be honest, I'm not good enough to be playing at this level, Division One level, but I still love playing. I still love the game. So I'll play pickup all the time. You know, like I love basketball. Basketball was a sport I was attached to. So is, is, is sports huge? University of Maryland, I know University of Maryland. I actually went and visited with my brother, actually. You know, fun story. Campus is humongous, oh, ginormous. Yeah. They, 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 there's a bus shuttle that gets you from point A to point B. And you're right outside D.C. So, like, um, what's, the, what's the number one sport, University of Maryland? Is it football? I'm guessing it's football. It's not actually, it's basketball. Not football. Because basketball, the football, okay. football team has struggled for years. And this year, actually, there's expectation that they'll, they'll be much better and they'll have one of their best years in a while. But usually, this, they struggle. And since I've been here and years before, they struggle to generate a lot of interest just because they're like a two or three win team mostly in the Big Ten. Yeah. Um, but basketball team is always at the top of the Big Ten. They're always competing, always making the NCAA tournament. So it's really basketball. And the games are the Xfinity Center. And last year, we all missed out of going and having fans of those games, but that's one of the best college basketball venues in the entire country. Not a biased opinion. <laughs> People say that who don't even go to Maryland. Um, so I'm excited to get that to get that place rocking again this year. But it's definitely basketball. Love it for sure. All right. So let's let's get to the nitty-gritty and why we're actually to talk about because University of Maryland's, I guess they they have podcasts and you your podcast is all about, I guess, the sports teams. So tell me about the podcast, how it came to be, and how you got involved working on it. Like, are you one of the founding fathers of this, or did someone hand, it, hand you the reins and say, here, take my, take my baby and go? So my podcast, Collegiate Cast, as you can see on screen, is, is a podcast that's sponsored or produced by um, the, the radio station, which is called WMUC Sports here at the University of Maryland. So it's a completely student-run and operated radio station, like almost all the publications are. They're really independent from the school, and they're student-run which is, which is a good thing, I think. Um, so yeah, so it's a student-run radio station, WMUC Sports. And from there, about a year ago, actually, they were, we, wouldn't, we weren't having sports. There was no like, live broadcast because they were all canceled in the Big Ten last fall, except for football picked up in November. Yep. And so we were trying to find, or the, 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 the head of the station was trying to find ways to do broadcast without live sporting events. And podcasts have been something they experimented with, but it wasn't really something that they have dived deep into. 
but they wanted people to get in front of the mic. They wanted to produce content. So they gave everyone the option to create a podcast. And um, Collegiate Chaos was one that me and I two co-hosts, two buddies of mine who also are broadcasters, work for the station. And we just were like, all right, let's, we want to have a podcast that talks about college sports, mostly college football and college basketball. And so we decided to make this. We were doing it once a week um, throughout the college football season, throughout the college basketball season. It was pretty successful. It was actually, I don't know the exact numbers, but it was consistently out of all the podcasts the station produced at the one or two mark in terms of total downloads. I mean, of course, right? It's, it's, it's sports. Who doesn't love college sports, specifically basketball and football? Yeah. Now, like I, like, I went to school at Hofstra University on Long Island's. Um, fun fact, it's actually, like, I was told like when I was applying, it was the safe school for people who applied to Syracuse. So <laughs> I, I, I always wanted to go to Syracuse, the number one broadcasting school, whatever, but I couldn't get in. So I went to the safe school and, you know, and loved my, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But WREGU was there, which was the college radio station, which was humongous. And like, you know, back, if I was a student now, knowing what I know now, I would be like begging the general manager of that station like, listen, we have to do podcasting. You have to do it. Like, college radio stations should all have podcasts. So I'm very happy that you guys actually do it. Cover and, sports. Way, and, and it's also just interesting because I know a lot of college radio stations, they have, like, a radio-centric um, – like, it's not yeah. just live broadcast. It's, like, they're actually on the radio live doing shows. I mean, we, 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 did, we did that, too, of course. Like, I hosted the screening room every Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Don't ask me how I did it every morning, 10 a.m., but I did. <laughs> um, and, you know, and, like, the news station, the sports station would do the live broadcasts. But, you know, podcasting is huge. So do you guys – is, is, is your, your network and the radio station only do sports podcasts? Was like a drama club have a podcast. There's, like, any other extracurriculars come in and do a podcast in the station. Like, how, how open is it to the rest of the student body? Yeah, so it's very interesting. W, so we're um, WMUC Sports, which is the umbrella under WMUC, mm -hmm. um, which is like the head radio station. So they they do, um, they've actually do more radio than podcasting. I think WMUC Sports has drifted off into more podcasts as opposed to WMUC was doing, even during the pandemic riddled you last year, they were, I think they were in studio or, or maybe doing it remotely, um, to, but doing radio shows a few times a week and a bunch of them. We're not exact like it's under the same umbrella, but WMUC Sports doesn't work like too closely with WMUC, despite it being under the same umbrella, because we're really just sports and sports only, and they do mm -hmm. current events, campus life, um, drama stuff, like all, all that kind of stuff. So we're not in time. We don't work too closely with them, but it does exist. Yes. Well, at least at least it exists. And honestly, like the fact that you guys can kind of break off and do your own thing that is fully student run is is tremendous and i do want to kind of get back to the balance of with the school pretty soon but i want to stick right now to the actual podcast itself so it's collegiate chaos correct and it's like it's so it's more of like a it's like more of, you've explained to me as like as a, as a network so it's multiple podcasts on one feed kind of explain like I go, I go to your rss feed right and it's um i think it's that the, the sports page and collegiate chaos is one of them but there's also other things on that feed so explain to me like it's not just collegiate chaos what else is going on with the RSS feed. Yeah, so that RSS feed is the WMC Sports RSS feed and all right. the podcasts go under that feed. So there's other ones like, there's a soccer one where um, someone was interviewing like players on the soccer team and the coaches and just really just about the Maryland soccer team, which is a great team. And they generate a lot of interest as well on, on this campus. And there's others that are um, 
focusing just strictly like on Maryland athletics or Maryland basketball or all that. And we're, we're really like, we, we talk about Maryland basketball a lot. We know a lot of our, and football, we know a lot of our listeners are Maryland people, but we also just talk about the college sports, college football and college basketball landscape in general. So it, it fits under that WMUC sports RSS feed, but collegiate chaos is it's, its own thing under that feed. So how'd you, how'd you get the name collegiate chaos? It's a good, it's a good question. Actually, we, it took us a while because we knew when we, we when me and my two buddies, we wanted to do this podcast and we're thinking like, we need a, we need a good hook. We need a good name. It was going to be a college sport um, podcast. It, and it will, right, it rolls right off the tongue. It does. And right when we were Perfect. thinking about it, I, I was thinking like college, college, collegiate, something, right when we were thinking about it, there was so much, it was last fall the Big Ten wasn't even 100% playing football that season. There was so much chaos surrounding college sports. Mm. And it just, like, popped into my mind, like, collegiate chaos. And I asked my two partners, and they were like, that's great. Let's run with it. And we did. So you're the mastermind. You're the, you're, you're the creative. I'm the name. I am. But Love but it. Everyone else does a lot, too. So what – any podcast inspirations? Like, what podcast do you currently listen to? Are they all sports? Or they kind of dive off into, you know, whatever? Yeah, no, so I'll listen to the number one sports podcast. I mean, like I said, The Ringer has a great podcast network, mm-hmm. like Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo. ESPN has some good ones. Um, Barstool Sports has some good podcasts, too. They're all mostly sports. But then every now and then there will be a few podcast series that I'll listen to, um, like Vox, maybe The New York Times sometimes. Just not, like, consistently that I'm listening to, but they have a certain series on a topic that I'll dive into. But it's mostly just general sports ones. So talk to me about the rest of your team. Um, it's not just you. I mean, you said you mentioned you had two co-hosts. Um, but so like with, with under sports umbrella, how many people are in that, I guess, that department? So for the WMEC sports department, there's probably like 20 to 30 people, maybe okay. even more, honestly, that like work for it, broadcast live games, some have podcasts, some don't. But everyone is involved in, in some capacity, some with social media, some with um, like philanthropy, marketing. So, there, I mean, there's a lot of aspects that go into it. Um, and so, yeah, so everyone just does their part and everyone contributes in whatever way they can to help grow the, the radio station. Right, how about specifically with the podcast? So, it's like specifically for Collegiate Chaos and the rest of the actual shows on that feed. Yeah, so for specifically Collegiate Chaos, I have two other co-hosts. One's named Matt Levine, who's a terrific broadcaster. He's You're going to hear his name sooner, sooner than later, broadcasting huge sporting events. And Love so it. he's great, and he helps do um, a lot of the production behind the podcast. Um, so he's awesome. He's the other guy. He's a senior right now, or going to be a senior starting next week. Another one is another junior named Ben Dixon, who also um, is a broadcaster and a writer, actually not a journalism student but he does a lot of journalism stuff away from actual actually school related and so he's great as well so when you when you first started um like the first the first podcast you recorded like how hard was it how how difficult was it like what like the hurdles you had to overcome and you know that that basic you know how do you overcome things kind of question so talk to me like literally like the week the first month or two is how hard and terrible was it <laughs> it was lay it all out there it was well it will it was bad and you know and it's been, it's 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 supposed to be bad like i tell yeah. people i told people all the time like listen the first like year of my podcasting career i can't go back and listen i tried 
I just, I can't do it. It was so bad. The audio quality was so bad. It got so bad that I had, I had two people, sometimes three people passing around one microphone. Right yeah. now I got, I got the arm stand, the $500 mic, whatever. So it's, it's much easier now, but at first it's just a nightmare. So tell me some of your nightmare stories about how you got started. Absolutely. And it wasn't, it, it wasn't so much the production. It was just more like how it operated. I mean, it was so choppy. It, there wasn't good flow. And then we like, we're all friends. We're all, yeah. we're all friends between the three of us. So it wasn't like we didn't know each other at all. We're just hopping in a studio and making a podcast together. But like it, the, the chemistry wasn't great. It was just choppy. Like one after the other was boring. I mean, I had people listen, like I've had people listen to every single episode, friends of mine, friends of my other co-host. And they're like, like after one, like you guys got a lot of work to do. Like, I think you guys will be great. But like, they were honest, like you guys had a lot of work to do. So it just wasn't great. But as we went through, it was just like, I remember like eight or nine episodes in after we were like, like, can you imagine where we were? Like, I can't even think about where we were at episode one. Like the flow is great. Like it just feels like natural and easy and all that. And one episode, one of my buddy texted me who, who wasn't on the podcast, but listens to every episode. I was like, that was your best one yet. I was like, it, it felt it too. Like, and we still have a ways to go. I mean, we're still going to build it out coming very soon. This, this fall, take a listen to it because it'll be coming out once college football starts very shortly. But yeah, we have ways to go. But compared to where we were at the beginning, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. And, you, and you've been doing this what, like a, a little over a year. It started last year. Yeah, so it started right around this time, like in the beginning of September last year. Yeah, right around football season. Right around, even though football season didn't start for the Big Ten, it was still starting. And college football was starting the beginning of September. Yeah. So did did you go to the school and be like, "Hey, we got this idea," or did the school kind of say, "Hey, we have this idea. Who wants to do it?" No, so it really has nothing to do with the school. It's really just the the station, the head of the station offers offered up because there was no live sporting events to broadcast. Like we should get into podcast ventures. And they had done a little bit before, but not a whole lot, like I said. And so they like, let's get into podcasts. And it wasn't really nothing to do with the school because it's a completely student-run uh, radio station that's independent from the school. So it had nothing, nothing to do with the school. We didn't need to ask the school for permission. They didn't say anything to us. If we, like the school will help out, like the journalism school in particular, if right. we want particular guests, which we haven't gone into yet. But if we did want guests, they would help out with connections that they have. But it's really nothing to do with the school. That's interesting. See, that, that's, that, I'm still kind of trying to wrap my brain around that. I've been like looking at you guys for the past few weeks as doing my research and et cetera, et cetera. And it's just like, you talk about the school subjects, right? You use a school radio station. You use programs that the school assumingly pays for. But they're very hands-off. They're kind of just like, you know what? There's nothing to do with it. Like, how is that? Is that difficult? Is that a burden? Or is it kind of like a blessing in disguise? Like, how do you, do you wish a school was more involved? Like, just, just talk to me about, like, I guess you and the school. Yeah, I don't think it's a burden at all. I mean, I think it's nice that it's just like, this is student-run. This is student-operated. Yeah. They're, they're telling everyone, like, like you, like, the best way to learn is experiential learning. Of course. And they're They're letting you learn and just do your thing and operate as... And that's what most publications are to here, writing, whatever it is. Um, they're mostly student run because it's, they're not operated by the school. They're independent and they're just letting you run. I mean, they're going to teach you in, in the journalism school everything you need to from podcasting, producing, from basic writing skills, reporting skills, um, talking in front of a mic, all that stuff. They're going to teach you that as like in class. And then they encourage you when you're, when you're out of class, you should be doing these other ventures working for these independent publication, independent entities and 
that's how that's the best way you're going to learn and they're really hands off and I, th I think it's nice i like it a lot there's it's like there's such there's such an opportunity there for for students you know because i think of my time at wrhu at hofstra and it was it was huge i know so many people you know passing people i went to school with people who i will, will eventually go after me who will have successful careers because of the experience they got at that radio station and I really like that the school is hands off, but at the same time, if the school kind of just got involved and like, you know, really got behind you and some funding behind you and this, this, that, and the other, there are so many different things you can do. Cause what you guys are doing right now, it's, it's great, but it, it gets my wheels spinning. It's like, wow, this could be so much more. It could be incredible. Cause like one of, one of your podcasts, it's only available on SoundCloud, I believe. Which one's that? The one that only, it's only available on SoundCloud. I think that's that's not for the student-run radio station. All the student-run radio stations feeds are on um, they should be on Spotify and Apple Music and Apple Podcasts. Okay, okay, because it's like even even with like you know the the collegiate chaos, it's part of a network feed. It's like mm -hmm. if I type in collegiate chaos, right, it doesn't show up anywhere. It's 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 in it's in under the umbrella. But it also, like, it needs to live and breathe on its own. That could be the same thing for all the other podcasts, right? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's, like, there's so many. It's, like, the school is, like, you guys are doing so good. But it's, like, take my hands on Do it. <laughs> do this. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, like, I, Absolutely. I know what you mean. And, and um, there's, like, the, the opportunity is obviously there. But I think this, from the school's perspective, I think it's they just want practice. They want you to get yeah. there. You know, they want to put you in front of a mic. They want, like, it's experience. It may not be. Their, their intention to grow. I mean, it would be great if it grew, like it went to the moon, but you're here for four years and yep. you're going to leave the station and you're going to be there and you're going to be gone when your career here is over. So they're like, all right, this is for practice, for experience. We're not so hell bent on growing your brand or growing this particular podcast or feed. You know what I mean? Oh, but I, I, I totally know what you mean. And like, and they're right. Don't get me wrong. They're right. But at the same time, like if you have students, students not not teachers students who built this major podcast because you're, you're, you're a division one school yeah. right so like people in the country know your football team your basketball team right like etc cetera, etc cetera. if a student blows it up that's a big that's a big pr move for the school yeah. that's gonna make one of people come to your school to do this thing because you know you're you're a, you're a rising junior and as you become a rising senior and then graduate you gotta pass. You gotta pass it on to somebody. So, do you think about that? Like, okay, what's gonna happen when I'm gone? Well, I mean, it's crazy to even like think that I'm halfway through college right now, and I have two more years left. So, it's a weird thought, a sad thought, but um, like in terms of passing it on, I think it's always just been like you put it into the hands of the people behind you, and I don't think it's necessarily gonna be like collegiate chaos is passed on when that's done. I think it would be more like someone else will have a podcast and grow with themselves and and make it big themselves and just in terms of the school's help it's not like it's not like they're like not helping it at all if you ever reach out you have a relationship with the teacher relationship with the staff member and they have connections or they want to do something i mean they'll always be more than willing to help so if you ever want their help it's not like they're completely hands-off they're right. just you really have to reach out they're not like they're, you have to reach out for that help so how do you, how do you structure your show? I mean, do you, is it it's it's you and your co-host is talking about the sports going on? Like, are they won this game? You know, the, here's the stats. Or like, do you interview the players? Do you interview coaches? Do you interview students? Like, how talk to me about more about the structure and how you structure out your show? Yeah, so we haven't had any interviews or guests on yet. That's something we're gonna, I guess you could call this season two this fall. It's something we're gonna look into this mm -hmm. 
this fall, this season, whether that's Maryland athletes, whether that's people like if Maryland's playing game against Illinois, which is coming up in the schedule, maybe a beat writer at Illinois, we can hop on who's a football beat writer and he offers insight on their football team. So we haven't really ventured out to the guests yet, but that is something we want to go. How it's structured is really just, it's somewhat opinionated, but it's also like facts-based, discussion-based. So we'll offer, we'll have a discussion, whether it's a topic that's going on in, in sports today, in like college sports today, that's like maybe the SEC merger or the ACC Big Ten and Pac-12 merger. That's a relevant topic in today's sports. We'll mm-hmm. have a discussion, offer our opinions, some counter arguments if we disagree, and really just a roundtable discussion. And at the same time, we'll preview games um, going up for that week, say what we think is going to happen, maybe give some predictions, what you should be looking out for. And so it's really just us offering our opinions and then discussing them in a roundtable kind of discussion. Do you uh, venture out to other schools? Like, I mean, like talking about other schools, you kind of stick it strictly to Maryland sports. No, so we talk about other schools. I mean, when okay. Maryland, we, 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 like I said earlier, a lot of our fans and our listeners are from Maryland. So they're interested in Maryland sports, but we absolutely venture out to other schools. I mean, when the Final Four was going on last year and Maryland lost in the second round of the NCAA tournament, I mean, we were talking about the NCAA tournament all the time. And um, obviously, Maryland wasn't, in, Maryland wasn't in it. So we weren't talking about them. So we'll talk about all college, collegiate sports mm-hmm. or really just football and basketball, but all the other programs and teams. So how much time goes into this like in a week? So we, we've been recording once a week, but we uh-huh. do a, a decent amount of prep and we were really off for the whole summer, but we do a very decent amount of prep. I mean, we want to come. I know I do. I know my co-hosts feel the same way. We want to come prepared. So it's definitely a few hours a week that go into the preparation, what we think, reading about the teams, reading about games, taking our notes about what we might want to say, where, what this topic of discussion wants to be and we're collaborating like all right should we talk about this should we not talk about this how do we want to format this episode in in a particular way and the recording our episodes are usually like anywhere from 45 minutes to an hour and then obviously um the editing and then publishing it and using social media to promote it so it's a few it's it's a bunch of hours per week it's a lot it's a lot it's so it's always a lot like you know even this setting setting all of this up with my two computers here and like the visuals and all that stuff like this this took me about 45 minutes actually set up test and make sure it still works so and that's just and i'm not even i'm not even i'm not in college so you're you're a college student you got classes you got social life you have the living for the weekends and the podcast so how do you balance how do you find balance as a student with your podcast and i'm sure there's gonna be plenty of college kids out there who listen to this podcast who are hearing you speak about what you're doing at the university of maryland and thinking i'm gonna do this on my campus so how do you balance and what advice do you give to people college kids particularly who would want to do what you're doing you got to be willing to be busy and put a lot of work in number one i mean it's it's like last year last year was a weird year my school had all classes online so i mean the balance aspect is like you don't you're not going to class so it feels like you're not doing as much for class when you're not actually in person but it's still there's still a lot of work that goes into it there's still other coverage that you're doing if you want to go into the journalism stuff the classes aren't easy um so th- there's a lot that goes into it and just i would just like just stay organized really i mean if you like if you know what you have to do at a particular time get it done and don't wait like if you if you're recording on a thursday which we did a lot sometimes yep. friday mornings but usually Thursday mornings we record like, all right, I'm getting all my notes done by Wednesday. And I have this other thing to do that might be due on a Friday. 
I know I have this, I'm going out one night on a Tuesday night. It's just like knowing your schedule week in and week out, maybe on a Sunday night, getting that, getting that locked in and knowing what you have to do and just preparing, preparing for all that in advance. I mean, this year is definitely going to be a little weirder because classes are now in person and things are going to be picking up. Yep. Not just from like podcasting and, and outside coverage and, and classes, but also the social life, every, like every aspect of everything is going to be picking up at the school when this fall semester gets underway. So it's, it's definitely going to be more difficult, but it's just really just knowing what you have to do and when and getting it done. I would say, I would say treat it like an internship. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, but it's, it's kind of a weird way to think about it because it's an internship with your school. So it's almost like an extra, it's like an, it is, it is technically on paper an extracurricular activity, but it's an extra, it's not like, you know, you're playing club soccer or you're joining the chess club or the stand up comedy club. Like this, this is, this is an extracurricular activity that is directly tied to your major and what you want to do in the real world. So like, I know you're going to put this on your resume and I know people are going to ask you about it because every job interview I ever went to, I put down podcast on my resume. And that's just something I did on my own, not through the school. And they're like, tell me about your podcast. So how yeah. much, how much excitement does that bring you that like, cause you, you are going to have an advantage over people applying. Like you're very personal, you're very easy to talk to. And so you put all this extra work in. So like, what value does that bring to you as a student? And then once you graduate looking for jobs? Yeah. So, I mean, you said it's not just extracurricular, it's actually career advancing. So it's not yeah. just like some like thing, tedious thing that I'm doing, maybe just for fun or whatever outside of school. I mean, it's, it's directly tied to my major, as you said, and something that p- can potentially and hopefully advance my career. I mean, it's all about the clips that you're getting. Like that's what it is on my resume. Of course it is right now. And it will remain on my resume as I'm applying for internships and jobs, but it's, it's something like clips. Like when you're in this field, you, and you're applying for a job or an internship, it's all about the clips you're getting, whether that's writing clips, whether that's podcasting clips, broadcasting live games. It's all about the clips you're getting and you're accumulating clips, number one, but you're also practicing at something you want to do. And it's like anything, like it's like you're shooting a basketball, taking a golf swing. It's reps. Like the more you're in front of a mic, the more you're podcasting, the more reps you're going to get and the better you're going to get at it. So it's just, it's the same approach with really anything. Yeah, but, yeah. Especially, especially if you want to be in broadcasting, like <laughs> you're going to need a demo reel. Oh, absolutely. You get, you're getting the demo reel. So I know you got you got like editor on your team. So like next year, as you go into your senior year, it's like, or well, even as as you're editing now, start cutting like you start cutting clips and like this 10 seconds here, like you have a really funny sound segment or whatever. Start cutting it and start thinking about like a reel to put out because someone's be like, oh, you're on a broadcast, send me your reel. Even though it's just audio. People, and a lot of people think that reels are just like broadcasting in front of a tv but i've no. I've, re- I've realized recently no. like it's it's cutting out a podcast like that is so popular over the last five years podcasting mm-hmm. now like that's the direction like i don't know any publication like usa today um like the ringer we've talked about sports illustrated like i don't know anyone that doesn't have a premier podcast that they're, they're, they're promoting constantly you know a pod a podcast like i say this to everybody a podcast is a voice for your business or a a fresh kind of paint on your brand it's just it's the perfect way just to show people who you really are right like the p stands for personal so pod i have an acronym for podcast which people listening to this going to hear for a millionth time but it's a personally oriented a personally oriented discussion um centered around select topics podcast I love that. Yeah, it's, it's literally, dude, I couldn't sleep one night. 
And I was just like, okay, just trying to fall asleep. And I was, I was thinking about podcasting. And I had centered around, uh, centered around select topics. I said, okay, cast, okay, what can I stand for? So I said, okay, personally, in discussion, I was like, what, what's, the, what's the O going to be? What, what is the O going to stand for in podcast? I was like, orient, oriented. Great. I, was like, I, I Googled it. What does oriented mean? It's like focused around. It's perfect. <laughs> a personally oriented discussion <laughs> centered around select topics, podcast. Um, and I bring all that up. I don't know why I brought all that up. So let me. So what do you think the future of, of, of broadcasting and journalism is? Because like as, as a student, right, journalism is an ever-evolving industry, especially nowadays with the whole fake news and mainstream media, a bunch of BS, and the, the, rise, the rise of independent media and the suppression of independent media. So what do you see like journalism as an industry in the next five, ten years and, and like how podcasting is going to shove its way in there? Yeah, so there's a couple of things. First, like you see it in my school. So my the first year that I joined as a freshman or like came into school as a freshman, you, you couldn't go on a particular track in terms of journalism. So they used to be that you were on a broadcast track, you were on a print track, you were on a um, photojournalism track, whatever it was. Now everyone's under the same umbrella of multimedia journalism. And what they're trying to do with that is just establish everyone and make everyone versatile because versatility is important as ever right now. You have to be able to write. You have to be able to talk in front of mic. You have to be able to be on camera. You have to be able to edit and do social media. Like all these things are part, no matter what, no matter if you're a writer or a broadcaster, you all have to do all those things. So that's where the direction is going in terms of the versatility aspect. And that's something I've been working on um, as I prepare for a career in this field. The other thing is um, with, the, there's no question the direction the, um, the sports media landscape is going is podcasts. I mean, I think people listen to and even watch podcasts more than they're even watching TV sometimes. I mean, yep. like I talked about Bill Simmons and the Ringer Network. Bill Simmons obviously owns the Ringer. He has a great sports podcast called the Bill Simmons Podcast. And he was so ahead of the podcasting game. I mean, he was doing it in the like early, 2000, early 2010s, like late 2000s. And like he's talked about how bad it was in the beginning and how much better he has thousands of episodes later but it's just so interesting he was so ahead of the curve and everyone's like what, what what even is this like people probably weren't even listening in the beginning and now he's he's has the one of the number one sports podcasts in the world and has grown has created his own business off a podcasting network so that's really the direction the industry is going and then the other thing with that is it's there's a lot of like athlete created media now more than ever you know a lot of like a lot of people saw the media as like that middleman to reach the fans, to reach the public. A lot of athletes don't think they need that anymore. And they're creating, athletes are creating their own podcast as current athletes and as former athletes. And they're incredibly popular because everyone wants to hear the athlete's perspective. So in some ways, that middleman as the media person is being left out. Mm. Mm. That's, that's very interesting, specifically in sports, because, you know, back in the day, whenever that day was, like you needed, if you had to get a voice across, you had to get on the radio, you had to get on TV, you had to be interviewed by someone who's actually established, where, you know, nowadays, anybody can do a podcast. Anybody can be what you see on TV. Absolutely. In, in terms of broadcasting or like the professional way. And, you know, like we're just here, I'm in my, I'm in my, in my, in my apartment, in my apartment talking, like obviously one day I want to be in a professional studio and soundproof and all that. But like, we, I have this kind of content with my own style. There's no one telling me 
how to do it. I don't sit here and talk. All right, Sam, tell me about your podcast. I'm very interested. Like, you know, I don't, I don't have that broadcaster voice. I have my very own style. So when you, when you do your podcast, do you find that you are a character or are you trying to be what you grew up on with a broadcaster? Cause those, those podcasts too, that, that traditional media is never going to go away. It's going to bleed into podcasting, but half of podcasting is also just two dudes with microphones is shooting the breeze. Yeah. I think those are the most popular podcasts now. I think, people, I think people see right through when you're trying to put on a broadcaster voice, you're trying to be too professional. I mean, no one's interested in that. It's boring. And that doesn't draw people in anymore in the way that it used to on like a typical sports center broadcast. I mean, mm -hmm. like, like the sports center broadcast now, like Scott Van Pell is a um, great host, great dude, University of Maryland alum, but um, he like doesn't, he's not just some typical sports center anchor that there was back in the day of just straightforward to the point. I mean, he offers his own perspective, his own authenticity, not using his particular voice or whatever. And I think if you do do that, people are drawn away, especially podcasting when you're listening to the voice, like no one wants, no one wants to hear that. So, I mean, that's something someone's always told me about being in front of a mic is just be authentic, be yourself. And that's what I've, that's what I've tried to do. And that's how I approach podcasting when I'm on. And it's like, you get, you get this adrenaline rush. Like you really do. Like I woke up really tired this morning. I went to the Mets game last night. So I, I got home late and just felt like garbage. But as soon as like I set up, I start doing tests and I see you on, I start recording. It's just like, bam, I'm locked in. I'm good to go. It's just, this constant energy and flow is I can't stop. And when I'm done, I just got to kind of sit on my couch and go, oh, you know, just take a deep breath. Um, so, like, how how is it for you? Like, what is the feeling you get when you're on the mic? Like, do, do, you, do you like to be more prepared or do you like to kind of just go off the cuff and just feel the energy of your co-host and just bounce back and forth? Because I understand for both. Like, my wrestling podcast, I don't prepare for anything. I just watch wrestling. I just watch the product, and I get on, and I just say whatever comes to my mind. Whereas this podcast, I, I do a lot more research, but also, like, I have a list of questions here for you. Because I was like, you know what? Skip, skip, skip. Let's just talk. Yeah. So, like, what? And so you gotta be prepared to do that as a host. So, what do you? What? Which do you prefer? Yeah. So I think it depends on the type of podcast you're doing. It's an, inter it's an interviewing podcast. You, you need to come prepared with questions. Obviously, you need to do a ton of research if you're not too familiar with the person you're interviewing, as I'm, as I'm sure you know. But then if it's if it's more just like for my podcast, Collegiate Cast, a discussion-based podcast, like I'm doing a ton of research and I'm coming prepared because we're talking about all these like, relevant sports topics. I want to know the facts, statistics, how, like if I'm not just coming out with some random opinion, I'm forming that opinion based on everything that I've watched and I've learned and I've read and I know. Yeah. So I'm coming prepared and I'll, I'm not writing down what I'm saying. No one ever does that, but it's just like, all right, here's a point I want to hit in like a couple words. And then I'll expand on that point. But like you said, like, it's just, it's just fun. Just talking in the moment, like whatever else is going on when you're podcasting, when you're just talking, it's just fun. I mean, this podcast, I didn't, I didn't, wasn't exactly prepared or vetted. Like, I mean, I, we had, I had an idea what we were going to talk about, but I didn't have a list of questions before, but like you said, we're just, you threw out your questions and we're just talking. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't tell you that much, honestly. I was like, you know, it's like, here's, here's like, here's what I'm looking for. You know, I want to talk to you about your podcast, about your school. Cause like, you know, and as a business owner, I'm looking for people to partner with. Yeah. And this, the school aspect of college students doing this podcast network, it's just like, that's, that's exactly the kind of people I'm looking for and exactly the kind of people I want to talk to. 
Mm-hmm. So like I, I listened to your podcast. I like I checked you out and checked out your like your website and all that stuff and kind of get a general idea. But after that, it's like, okay, I'm just going to feel it in the moment and see how we go. And I have questions I can go back to just in case we get off track. So with that being said, once you graduate and the collegiate chaos is done, you don't have access to it anymore. What's next? What's the next podcast you're going to do? It's a great question. I mean, hopefully that I get hired. I mean, that's, that's the goal to get hired at, at a media company that has a podcasting brand and, and I can incorporate my writing skills mm-hmm. along with my podcasting skills that I've developed throughout my entire life, but specifically in the last four years at college. So, I mean, that's, that's the goal that I'm at, at a place where I can have my own podcast. And like I said, or even podcast with someone, even just have a role in podcasting at a sports media company. And like I said earlier, the NBA and, and basketball, college basketball, that's the league I want to cover. That's where I want to be talking about is basketball. So hopefully the podcast is centered around that too. I mean, that, that's the goal. And, so and, and sorry, sorry. No, no, go yeah. ahead. Continue. Finish your point. It, it's also like, I'm, I like interviewing. I think it's, I think it's fun interviewing mm-hmm. athletes, hearing their perspectives. So I would also love to, along with that sport, along with the, those leagues, the NBA, college basketball, I would love to be interviewing people on a podcast as well. Mm-hmm. I think you're just going to need to start your own. Like, listen, um, working in an industry of podcasting is great. And those job opportunities are there. They're going to be there where it's an editor, host, you know, graphic design, whatever. But at the same time, I think you really got to start and do something on your own to even hone your skills. Because one thing I'm learning right now is that you never stop learning when it comes to content creation. It always gets better and better and better. And like, I had an epiphany the other night where it's just like, I... I need all of these things done for my podcast, whether it's like mainly it's like logos, like these, these, these backgrounds you see right here, like these bubbles floating around. Like I didn't make this, someone made this for me. Um, but I'm gotten to just like, okay, I need all these things. I have all these ideas. I need, it's like, I can't, I don't want to pay someone to do it. I need to learn how to do it. I just need to learn. And I think like any college student who wants to be in podcasting, and if I'm an employer, it's like, okay, you want, you want, you want to work for my podcast well where's yours like yeah you worked on this college podcast that's fantastic but what like what have you done for me lately so like my advice to you would be start your own talk about anything have a co-host have a friend just do your own podcast as well so you can show someone hey this is what i did i used it to do this and i wanted to also use it to do you absolutely and, and you're right because it's not easy once you graduate college just to go to no. just the one of the, bi- <laughs> one of the big not only is it not easy, it's incredibly difficult to go to one of the big networks or whatever, where they're just an established podcast brand in place. So eventually, if you want to get there, you have to have your own. Maybe if you're, work, you're working somewhere else, then you're also having your own. And you have those clips to show those networks when eventually it's time to, you've, you've paid your dues and it's time to go there. Yeah. So what's, what's next for um, the podcast network at the University of Maryland? What's next for not just Collegiate Chaos, but the, the whole the whole kabang, the whole shebang. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, sports are back this fall. So the, the network, the station will be broadcasting live sporting events as they always do, all the fall sports. But at the same time, the, the podcast was the podcast brand and everything was incredibly successful last fall and into the spring, where there weren't sports and then all the sports came back at one time in the spring. So the podcasting is still going to be an essential part of it, I'm sure. 
and we'll continue to grow and build. All right. I love it. I love it, Sam. I love everything you guys are doing. Um, it makes me, makes me very happy. It gives me very hopeful for the future of podcasting and selfishly it gives me a little vindication because I've been saying this since I started in 2015. Like, listen, this is going to be a huge industry. It's going to be a massive thing. Because remember I tell some of my podcasts pre like 2018, they've always tell me, how are you going to make money? Where's the money? Why? Where's, where's the return? Where's the ROI? I'm just like, listen, I don't know, but I know it's coming. Yeah. It's going to be there. And now was ahead of the, that was ahead of the curve in 2015. Those podcasting did not explode until a few years after that. The see, thing is, dude, like it's been around since 2004. Podcasting has been around since like 2003, 2004, 2005 was like the original podcasting because RSS feeds have been around for a long time. Yeah. But actually using it to host audio on iTunes. It's been around since like 04, 05. And back then it was just the wild, wild west. Like I got, I, I, I say I got in early still, but my opinion, I didn't get in early enough because like, there was still a lot of people doing it. People don't realize how many long some people have been podcasting. There's people out there podcasting for 12, 13, 14, 15 years. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's wild. And, and like I said, if you're, one, one, if you're someone who's ahead of the curve or started earlier, you're getting those reps and you're getting that experience in and you're just going to be better off in the future. Yeah. And it turned into ambiguous podcast solutions. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the ambiguous podcast solution um, with my guest, my host, Sam from the University of Maryland and the Collegiate Chaos Podcast. Sam, anywhere they can find you, your podcast, anything you want to plug, the floor is yours, my friend. Take it away. Yeah, so the Collegiate Chaos Podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Apple, um, everything. And all, also, especially, I mean, follow me on my social media, S-O-S-H-T-R-Y. It's Sastry. My name's Sam Ostry. So that's on Twitter. Follow me there. You'll see, I'll post all my podcasts. I'm also going to be starting um, doing some podcasting for a new station too. That's the station that uh, I'm an editor for. It's not a station. It's a publication, online publication. We're going to be doing some podcasting at, for Testudo Times, which I'm an editor for. We'll be covering Maryland football, Maryland basketball, and all of Maryland sports. Um, so yeah, it's follow me on my Twitter, S-O-S-H-T-R-Y. You'll see all of my podcasts, all the work I do there. And follow me all year. Uh, I don't think you'll, we'll disappoint. Like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're doing a second podcast on like the news? We're doing, so we're doing one. This will be, this is for a separate publication. Right. All test through the times that I'm an editor for. And this is strictly like Maryland related sports. We'll be interviewing former Maryland athletes. Um, we'll just be talking strictly about Maryland sports. Not, it's not like, this is different. And right. This, it's, 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 be, it's the school newspaper having a podcast. Excellent. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank well, God. That makes me so happy. Yeah. Well, well it's, not the, it's not the school newspaper. It's the leading sports online sports publication, but it is, it is an independent publication. Similar. Okay. Amazing. Well, we'll have to follow up there and uh, maybe halfway through the school year, uh, early next year, we'll do a follow-up, see how that's going. Cause Sam, I have a feeling I'm going to be talking to you a lot uh, over the next few years about your podcast and what's been going on. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Will Tarish. Like I'm the founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you like this podcast and you want to find more interviews by myself or Jared Laverne or um, any other of our hosts on this podcast, go to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Uh, this has been season two. Um, plenty more to come. Plenty more have been released. And until then, next time, we'll see you next time with a brand new guest. Brand new podcast.
Thank you for listening to the Ambiguous Podcast Solution. If you liked this episode, make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review to help us out with the algorithm. If you have a podcast and want to tell your story, please check the description to learn more or go to ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com for details. Thanks again and keep on podcasting. Thank you.